DW60, Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello. What'd you think of the new intro? I like it. I love it. It's nice to have a little change. A little monstropolis sprinkled in there. We love it. Dr. Uh, Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz, <laughs> Evil Incorporated. It's like one of my favorite uh, little sayings that he has from Phineas and Ferb. I mean, because <laughs> everybody does. They exaggerate on the internet all the time. So. I saw. Do we do that? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, So I saw the cast of Phineas and Ferb on TikTok the other day, went to Galaxy's Edge for the day. They just like wrapped filming and recording for the day. So they were like, let's all go over to Disneyland and go to to Galaxy's Edge. And they get on Rise of the Resistance and the ride breaks down halfway through. No kidding. And so the whole cast of Phineas and Ferb is sitting there on the attraction. The ride's broken. They were sitting there for like 45 minutes. And they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to call up our friend while we're sitting here, Mr. Um, One Scott Trowbridge, the lead Imagineer for Galaxy's Edge. Okay. (laughs) And so they called him on FaceTime. And he's like, what are you doing? We're like, well, we're sitting here on the Resistance. It's broken. So if you could tell them (laughs) to fix it. That's funny. I like that. And you can see Scott Trowbridge on the phone. He picks up an R2 droid. And he was like, hey, can you please tell them to, you know, get them off the ride? <laughs> it was funny. Go get them, please. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just sitting there. It was oh, really geez. funny. It was um, Dan Pavemeyer, I think, was the one that posted it, who is the voice of Ferb and one of the um, people that created the show. And he's also the voice of Doofenshmirtz. And he's a multi talented yeah. man. Very talented. No doubt about it. Uh, today is July the 2nd, 2023. 4th of July weekend, kind of. Yeah. Because Monday is the third, Tuesday is Fourth of July, I which talk is about Monday. So weird. Like everybody has to go to work tomorrow, and then pretty much everybody has a day off on Tuesday, and then everybody has to go back to work on Wednesday. Yeah. So it's it's not your normal type of Fourth of July weekend kind of atmosphere. A lot of people are celebrating Saturday and, and today, and they will kind of do something on Tuesday. You know, the Monday. No, I don't weird. know if everyone has to go to work on Monday. But I have to go to work on Monday, and it's really putting cramp in my style. <laughs> I don't have to go to work. No, Jeff was like, I'm taking the day off. But um, I had a lot of coworkers that were taking the day off, and yeah. I take a lot of other days off. Not a lot, but um, you know, for our Disney trips and stuff. So I try not to take days off if I don't have to. Sure, yeah. We're saving those days for things. Yeah, things. We, got, we, got, yeah. we typically travel a lot during the second half of the year between the holidays. and. Yes, we do, yeah. We always say we're not going to go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, and then we always end up having to be at Disney during Christmas. Like, something something makes us go. Just from, can't do it. So the, the Disney gods just kind of go, you're going. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that'll happen this year, too. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, whether you're listening on you know Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, stuff like that. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the show. Uh, while you're listening, hey, give us a follow and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the show. Really helps us out to get the podcast out to everybody and uh, these headlines that we're going to be giving to you this hour. And as always, Nicole gets us started. I got, I got a couple, like... Not housekeeping news, but just okay. some, some good stuff this week. So yep. if you are, we talked about Christmas, talked about Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. It is July. Ago. Christmas in July. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. We are officially ha- past halfway to Christmas. June 25th was halfway to Christmas. So sure. Um, if you are a DVC member and you're intending to, uh, intending to attend Mickey's very Merry Christmas party, or the brand new Disney's Jollywood Nights, there is a little bit of extra member magic that you can experience on select nights. So for Vicky, Mickey's, wow. Whoa. <clears throat> I'm just. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party <laughs> on November the 9th, the 16th, or the 30th, or on December the 7th, the 14th, and the 21st, the um, DVC says that eligible members are invited to gather for extra festivities on select nights. So pay attention to your emails and the DVC pages for more information on that. They also said for Disney Jollywood Nights that on December 6th and the 20th, you can join they said, join us for some festive fun. So again, not sure what that means. I would think probably some extra um, snacks, maybe some preferred viewing for nighttime spectaculars. Who knows? So as I see information pop up on DVC pages, I will definitely share it with you. Okay. But like we said, this weekend, before we even get to Christmas, we got to get through 4th of July. So Disney always shares these fun foodie guides. And you know, you might be at the Magic Kingdom this weekend and maybe listening to this maybe on your drive down. Who knows? But I have some couple snacks that, you know, they shared this big list and I picked three. I picked one that sounded really good and I would actually want to try. And then two that just sounded ridiculous. And I just had to share them. <laughs> ridiculous because they don't sound good or ridiculously good? Um, just like out there. Outrageous? Yeah, just okay. like different right. uh, snacks, which we always tell them like, come on, you have some of the like brightest, most creative minds in the world. <laughs> and they are using them. Yes. You. Yeah, that's true. So this first one sounds delicious. And I feel like if we were in the parks, this is definitely something we would go seek out and try. It's a Backlot Express available through the entire month of July. And it's the Mickey Apple Pie Cupcake. It's a yellow cupcake filled with apple pie filling, and then it's topped with a salted caramel buttercream, cinnamon streusel, and garnished with rainbow, silver, sparkle, and red, white, and blue Mickey ears. I didn't see the picture of this during the show on Friday. That actually does look pretty good. Doesn't it? Yeah. Now that I see it, I kind of like it a little bit better than just the description. It looks delicious. It does look good. And you love apple pie. I do. (laughs) Apple pie and ice cream? Yeah. More Fourth of July than that? Come on! I know. Seriously, Hot so dogs, this is good. Corn on the cob, yeah. apple pie, and ice cream. Exactly. Over at the food courts in the different All Star resorts, this is the one that was pretty funky. So they call it the sweet summertime favorites, which you're like, okay, what is it? Okay. There's an eclair with chocolate buttercream that's shaped like a hot dog, so it looks like a hot dog, but it's an eclair. Then they have French fries that are actually sugar cookies. And then ketchup that's actually raspberry dipping sauce. So it looks like a hot dog, french fries, and ketchup, but it's actually a chocolate eclair 
iced sugar cookie fries, and raspberry dipping sauce. Make sure to check your A1C after eating this. <laughs> I'm just going to say, because it looks like there's a lot of sugar involved in this. Yeah. So, um, do we know a price on this? No, they didn't have a price. Okay. All right. Well, I just, it's probably expensive though. Just from what you get. Yeah, maybe like $10, $12. That's expensive. And then the third <laughs> item is over at the Riviera at La Petite Cafe, which is available all the way through Tuesday. And it's the Patriotic Top Hat. And this one sounds delicious, but it just looks crazy. Like, it looks like Uncle Sam's, like, red, white, and blue striped hat. Yeah, sure. But it's yeah. a vanilla bean cheesecake with Morello cherries on a Riviera brownie. And it's it's tall. Like, it's a tall cheesecake. I can't tell how tall these actually are, maybe like three or four inches, but it looks, does it looks like Uncle Sam's hat. And I was just, it looks awesome. I do love cheesecake. Mm-hmm. I do love cherries. And brownies. And I love brownies. Vanilla bean? Hmm. Kind of 50 50 on that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think it would be delicious. It just looks cool. You know, your vanilla bean coffees. Uh, yeah, 100% yeah. probably go for it. But I don't know if I'd like it as a cheesecake flavor. I like uh, vanilla bean Hagen dazs ice cream. Oh, yeah. I think I've had that before. It's so good. I think I've had it. Had a lot of ice creams over the years. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Strawberry hog enough. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. But, you know, in, in the spirit of the holiday weekend, I wanted to share those with you. I did want to mention, um, you know, some interesting things that are happening, you know, around Walt Disney World for the 4th of July. Yes. You know, they've always got the, uh, the fireworks going on at the Magic Kingdom. Right. You're going to reach capacity. Correct. Get there early. And usually perimeter fireworks around the Seven Seas Lagoon. Yes. So you've got great seating and great opportunities to see these uh, from the different resorts around the lagoon. Um, Polynesian, of course, is probably one of the number one spots to go to. And you can also see it from the Grand Floridian. Views are okay from the contemporary if you're on top. Mm -hmm. That's probably the best spot to see it. And Bay Lake Tower. Again, pretty good. Uh, yeah. If you've got, especially if you've got a room facing the Magic Kingdom. Maybe that walkway between the two. Yeah, the walkway between the two is good. If you can catch the monorail at a good time Ooh. as you're going around, That'd be awesome. that would be pretty cool to be able to see those. But then there's also, you know, renting a pontoon. Oh, yeah, those sell out super quick. Yeah, and, and do that because then you can just sit and just enjoy the whole thing as you float. Yeah. I would recommend getting a cast member to take you, though. Oh, yeah. Because do you remember back at Christmas when we did the Christmas uh, fireworks? And we did, you know, the pontoon boat and everything. Yeah. And, you know, he brought us out there right in front of the train station, the Magic Kingdom, everything, and, you know, stopped the boat. But the whole time, he's having to adjust. He's going forward. He's going backwards. He's going left. He's going right. Just trying to just keep the boat in one spot so we were able to see what was going on. So if you were, were to, I don't know if you can rent them that late at night. I don't though. think you can. Yeah, I don't think you so can it may be a cast dark. member. Yeah. So you may not have to worry about it and just enjoy. Right. And just and sit there. If you're intending to go down next year, you know, those are something that you can rent or you can make the reservations for 60 days in advance. And they, these ones, New Year's, 4th of July, they will sell out immediately. Absolutely. So it's important yeah. to call right when they open, 60 days in advance. If you're using a travel agent, let your travel agent know that that's something you're intending to do. And you do need to pay when you book it. So that's important to know, too. The price fluctuates, so you won't know the price until you call that day. Um, but they will book up day up, I'm sure. Yeah, most likely. And also, there are some great themed Disney photo pass 
pictures that you can do with some really cool effects. You know, they usually have these during Halloween and Christmas uh, for very merry Christmas party and stuff like that. We've done them mm-hmm. before. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this year they're going to have, you know, uh, almost like red, white and blue fireworks going on behind you as Cute. you know they, they do these different you know, lights that slide behind you and then it creates the photo and stuff like that. We so I love that. It's like a light bar. In the yeah, it's remember, very like, cool. Around. So if you see a photo pass photographer, definitely ask, are you doing special shots for the 4th mm-hmm. of July? Um, so definitely check that out. Now, that's not to take away from what's happening, happening over at Epcot. Of course, they will have a big 4th of July finale after Epcot Forever, as they normally do at Epcot. And usually that's a pretty good show, right? Right. Oh, yeah. I think, I think, Epcot, you know, the Magic Kingdom are the, what do they call them, salute to, I can't remember what the name of the fireworks are, but it's like salute to Americas or something like that. Sure. But yeah, Epcot always does something special. Um, and you may have a better chance of getting a good view in Epcot because you have all the way around the lagoon. You know, there's oh, just yeah, more, that's true. Yeah. more places to find a good spot um, rather than the Magic Kingdom is going to be very, very busy. You're, this is going to be a. Fourth of July in the Magic Kingdom is a stake your spot out, go get dinner and bring it back. Yeah, pretty and much. Like yeah. you're gonna sit there or you're gonna take turns sitting there for a few hours. I kind of feel like my day for the Magic Kingdom would be go to a water park during the day. Mm-hmm. Stay cool, get on the lazy river, you know, hit the wave pool, do some of the attractions. Uh, get done with that early in the afternoon, go change clothes, get freshened up, right. and go stake your spot at one of the resorts around the seven seas lagoon uh to watch fireworks yeah i would they won't let you in without a dining reservation and um that's not good well we'll get one oh it's too late now yeah so they won't (laughs) let you in without a dining reservation and even you know sometimes for these holidays even if you have a dining reservation they still may not allow you to park at the resort um i've seen you know closer to new year's or thanksgiving even if with the dining reservation they will make you park at the transportation ticket center and take the monorail so you know um, that's fine too because you can walk to the polynesian from the right. ticketed transportation center yeah, that's take fine a, take yeah. you know plan in your day enough time for that yeah right like you know if you're going to ohana for dinner on fourth of july that you may need to get there a little bit earlier what are some other great resorts to watch fireworks from at walt disney world um i would say anywhere along the boardwalk yacht club beach club boardwalk um swan and dolphin swan reserve about the riviera yeah anywhere that you can see those epcot fireworks would be awesome um you know if you're staying boardwalk yacht club beach club that bridge that goes over from the boardwalk over to the yacht and beach that bridge you can usually see the epcot fireworks that would be awesome um, you are able to, you know, Jeff talked about riding the monorail around. You might be able to take the Skyliner and see the fireworks from the Skyliner. That True. would be pretty yep. cool. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Anywhere. Oh, and I think ideally, I mean, I don't know that there's a way to get up there unless they were doing an event, but that event space at the Swan Reserve that has the floor to ceiling windows and you can see Hollywood Studios on one side and Epcot on the other. But that would have some fantastic views. What about some good dining options for the 4th of July? That kind of just says, you know, we're eating theme to the 4th of July. My <laughs> first one would be, of course, Casey's Corner. I was going to say Regal Eagle. Yeah, that too. That was yeah. a good one with, with Sam Eagle. I feel like you got to do a Sam Eagle <laughs> on the 4th of July. That's true. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Casey's Corner is a really good one. Um, Liberty Tree Tavern would be um, a good one. What about a Hollywood Studios? I would say maybe sci-fi would be some good options. Or um, 
fifties. I feel 50s like fifties prime time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got all those regular, cute. just down home fifties American type of dishes. Yeah, yeah. Anything that feels like all American. Do yeah. they ever do big shows for Fourth of July of Fantasmic, or is it just standard Fantasmic show? I think I can it's never just a standard show. I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard them doing a seasonal Fantasmic. They need to do something over the Chinese theater. Yeah, I they think. stopped doing anything. You know? Yeah, on it's the just nothing's recently. going on until, of course, Jingle Bell, Jingle, jingle Bam. <sighs> I can't believe they're putting a paywall up for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. I know. It's just they figured out how good it was. And it's like, oh, we got to make people pay for it now. I'll um, pay for it. But I think if a good, you know, Fourth of July themed show, something small in Chinese theater would be nice. Yeah. You know. Even if they just did like a Americana movie montage. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So there's a lot to, to do when it comes to a 4th of July day and weekend uh, as far as the Walt Disney World Resort is concerned. Uh, if you're driving and leaving the parks and resorts, stand by to stand by because you're going to be stuck yeah. in traffic for a long time. Just pack your patient pants. And- <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, also, going along with the 4th of July means it's summertime and there are a lot of summer savings going on. What's another good one they have right now? Well, if you're looking for something to do, you know, we talked about spending time with your family, watching the shows, but it's hot out. Yes. There's record high heat right now. Yes. If you'd rather be indoors in the air conditioning than drawn to life over at the Cirque du Soleil show over in Disney Springs has an offer right now that you might be interested in. This sizzling summer savings offer is valid for purchases through September 22nd of 2023 of performances of Drawn to Life from June 23rd through September the 30th. It's valid for the seat categories one through four, and it does limit eight tickets per transaction per guest. You can purchase the tickets online, and the regular tickets start at $85, but with this offer, tickets are as low as $59. That's pretty good. It is, and it's, like we said, you can sit down, you're in the air conditioning, there's a fantastic show, you'll grab dinner in Disney Springs. Heck yeah. You know, there's it's a, a good way to still enjoy family time together, enjoy time at the Walt Disney World Resort, but beat the heat. Beat the heat. Beat the heat. Important to do this weekend and truly all summer in the parks. What would have been a great way to beat the heat is to get on Splash Mountain, maybe get wet for a little bit. Uh, to, under under construction right now, it's turning into, into Tiana's, but uh, some updates with Tiana's right now, right? Yes, the water tower of Tiana's Foods is now vertical in the Magic Kingdom. So Imagineers installed this earlier this week, and it is, you know, kind of the... It's so far, I would say the most visible piece of the new attraction. So, and we also saw this week Disney really revealed um, Tiana's new outfit for the attraction oh, as okay. well, her adventure right. outfit, um, which it looks awesome, looks cool. Yeah. They said that she'll still be meeting in her royal outfit in the Magic Kingdom, but I'm sure we'll see her in her adventure outfit. Once the attractions open, I know this transition period with Tiana's is, is you know just now really starting, and they've got scaffolding up. It's slow, I get it. It's not opening until next year, but you, you kind of want to see more work done than what's currently happening of them just putting pieces of steel and boards up to be able to do the work. Right, I'm sure majority of the work yeah. right now is on the inside. Oh yeah, Mo- most definitely. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Do you want to tell them about the picture you saw of the construction worker? Oh, no, it was a video Disney shared. So when this, this water tower went oh, okay, yeah, went right. vertical this week, Disney shared, you know, a bunch of videos of 
the actual construction of the installation of it. Yeah. And there was a clip in the video of a construction worker smoking a cigarette while he was working. <laughs> And people were very <laughs> upset. That is not an authorized smoking area, by no. the way. No. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we we're like, it's a construction worker. What do you expect? Like, it's hot and floor. I don't know. It uh, I mean, it's it closed me. off from everybody else. He's not around guests or anything They're like that. They're working you know? overnight. They're like, doing something to make your experience at Walt Disney World better. Give them a break. It, it doesn't It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother people me People just all. love to be uh, enraged. There's like a TikTok video that these girls filmed this last week and they were singing a song. And when they were singing like the TikTok song, they were running through Disneyland. Yeah. And, you know, they've filmed this video in other places too. They filmed it on Santa Monica Pier. And the the premise of the video is them running through the crowd, like singing this video, singing the song. And so they did it going from the um, castle and Disneyland down Main Street. And people were like so upset. And we're like, you guys, people have filmed crazier, raunchier, more inappropriate stuff. Like, yes, they should not be running through the park, but... It, it's like the new intro of the show said. Everyone exaggerates <laughs> on the internet. That's it, it. Could be worse. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm glad that we're getting some progress for Tiana. That's that's great. I guess the construction worker maybe shouldn't be smoking, but... Yeah, true. Was it, you know... Uh, Somebody that's friends with a character on their break, visible in a in a guest area, smoking. No, <laughs> yeah, you know it could be, <laughs> it could be something else. How about and you briefly mentioned this to me right next door over at Tom Sawyer's Island. Uh-huh. Briefly mentioned that the barrel bridge has been removed over yes. at Tom Sawyer's Island. Is that a precursor to it being replaced because it needs to be and it wasn't working correctly, or a possible rethink of the island coming soon? I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Well, have TBD if the bridge comes back, but Barrel I'm, Bridge is one of the best parts of Tom Sawyer Island. Right. I was going to say I'm okay either way. Um I would, you know, if if the island's not going to be rethemed, it needs to come back. But Yeah, leave it open. If yeah. the Barrel Bridge is a casualty of an overhaul of an area that desperately needs it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine too. I'm okay with that. So all right. What else? Oh, Disney Genie got a massive update since we last had a show. Disney announced that they're making a small, it's a relatively small change to Disney Genie Plus, And hopefully it makes your trip easier and saves you a little bit of money, which, you know, that's kind of our biggest beef with Disney in the last couple of years. Yes, it is. Yep. So Disney Genie was updated recently to allow for individual park purchasing. So you can purchase Disney Genie Plus just for Epcot. Like you don't have to purchase the multi-park Disney Genie if you're only going to Epcot, right? So, and the the pricing is reflective of that. You know, we've discussed that Animal Kingdom, for example, the the value of Disney Genie Plus and Animal Kingdom is not the same as the value you get from Disney Genie Plus in the Magic Kingdom. And so Disney has made sure that the pricing of the individual park options reflect that. So you have five options now. You have a multi-park Disney Genie Plus, and then you have the four parks, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. On the day that this started, which was June the 27th, here's what the pricing was. For the multi-park Disney Genie Plus, it was $27. Magic Kingdom was also $27. Epcot was $18, Hollywood Studios was $24, and Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park was $16. So, arguably, the pricing is reflective of the value 
of Disney Genie Plus in the parks, but kind of the only thing that I wish they would improve on is if you purchase, say you purchase Epcot, but you end up wanting to park hop to Magic Kingdom, there's no option in the app to adjust from an individual park Disney Genie Plus to the multi-park Disney Genie Plus. So you'd have to go to guest relations and see if they'd be able to just pay the difference and upgrade to the right, multi-park. Right, right. Okay. Um, you, if you just do it, go through the app, you'd have to pay the additional $27 for the Magic Kingdom uh, Disney Genie Plus when you could have just paid $27 at the beginning of the day for both. So it does take a little more planning to know are you going to park hop, are you not? Um, most people know kind of what their plan for the day is especially based on the type of ticket they have but you know for example for annual pass holders you can park hop but do you just park hop and not have genie plus do you not park hop because you don't have genie plus like it adds a little variable into the equation great value when that day when it came to like animal kingdom is only 16 dollars right but if it's me and I know I've got the park hopper option I know I'm going to be going to another park maybe another park after that just paying the 27 dollars for all of them Right. I do that. I think it's worth the cost. It is. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, it depends on your plan for the day. It depends you know, on you, your party too. though. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, do you have a park hopper ticket? Then you don't need to worry about it. Right. You're only going to animal kingdom that day. But then if you have a family of six, you're like, <sighs> yeah, maybe just getting everyone on the attractions. <laughs> um, so there's many options. You know, you can still purchase the individual lightning lanes for um, attractions like uh, flight of passage and, um, without purchasing Disney Genie Plus. So that's always an option for your group too. Um, and, you know, some people say you don't need Genie Plus in Animal Kingdom, for example. And so maybe that's a day that you just you just skip out on it. And that's you get true. there yeah, early you and do you that. rope yeah. drop yeah. and you go in with a plan of attack um, and save yourself save yourself the, the cost that day. No change to Lightning Lane? Nope. Okay, still the same? Still the same. Um, still using a virtual queue for Tron and Guardians for now. Which I hear is, you know, possibly going to be ending very soon. Right. They put up, you know, umbrellas and the lines and everything. Yeah, the poles and stuff. Yeah. So for Guardians. For Sorry. Guardians. Yeah. Um, so we could see the virtual queue going away very soon. Disney did say that they will be utilizing a virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance during Disney Jollywood Nights, and they will be using a virtual queue for Tron during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which some people are like, well, then I'm not guaranteed to get on the ride. And Yeah. But to me, I think utilizing a virtual queue for those attractions in the evenings like that for those events is fantastic because you're paying extra money to be in the parks. I don't want to spend that time waiting in line. That's true. I'm going to have a lot of other things that I want to get. You yeah. know, snacks, enjoy some other attractions, you know, maybe have... Stake out my spot for Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> things like that. It makes sense. I get it. It's just a lot of people, when they, when they get a party, they just expect to walk on attractions. Right. And they would expect to have to fight for a spot on an attraction with virtual queue when it comes to Tron, especially uh, for right. that. So I, I get their frustration and their dislike of it, but... Yeah. It'll give you the opportunity to do more by not standing in line for yeah. Tron. And you're only you're only getting a virtual queue with the other people that are going to be at the party that night, you know. So it, it may you may be able to ride. I mean, it may be very quick. It could be, and and then at the same time, I could see, you know, more than fifty percent of the guests there for the Christmas party directly heading for Tron to wait to get in line. Right, and then it becomes a two hour line. Mm-hmm. To be able to get on it, so I mean, it's 
It's got its good points and its bad points, I guess. I don't know. So those were the only changes? That was it. Okay. All right. For now. TBD. <laughs> TBD. I do want to talk about, real quick, some dining. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see recently there was an article on how Sebastian's Bistro might be the best dining option on Walt Disney World property. It is. Now, dinner right now goes on there from 4.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meal is served family style. It's $19 per child, $35 per adult. If your child is under three, they eat free, of course, across Walt Disney World. Right. And I think about it, we've done Sebastian's Bistro a couple of times now. Yeah. We did it once during, uh, right after opening, after the pandemic was you know kind of over. Mm-hmm. And then we did it again, was it this past December or, or the time before that? I think we did it this Memorial Day weekend, 2022. That's right. That's when it was so hot, that, yeah. that long walk that we had. But we've been a couple of times. Do you agree that it's the best value on property? So, yeah. For what you get? I would. I would say that... For dinner, Sebastian's is one of the best values. And then for brunch, Ale and Compass. Similar price point, um, but one is a buffet and one is in table service and one is family style. But they're both that same like $30, $35 price point. And the amount of food that you get is insane. The quality of food is insane. We have enjoyed Sebastian's every time we've been. I mean, we've never had a bad meal there. No, not at all, no. And I don't know, I don't know anybody that has, like everyone that goes there. And every time I see someone post about it, I'm like, shh, it's going to be hard to get a reservation. Stop. Yeah, it's like a good kept secret. Well, maybe yeah. it's not a secret anymore now. But Hush. <laughs> I mean, it's the one thing that uh, food quality is great. Uh, atmosphere is always very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a bunch of screaming kids running around, you know, looking for characters to see and, and all this other stuff. It's a great place to go for families and couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only I think kind of gripe that I have about Sebastian's Bistro is the restaurant itself is very cramped. Yeah. There's not a lot of space, but the way that they lay out the tables, it works. Yeah. To where you don't feel like you're cramped sitting at your table, but getting to your table, like the entrance way, for instance, and just kind of yeah. navigating there's a couple no of spots. Yeah. There's nobody near to wait unless you want to wait outside. Yeah. And, but uh, getting to your table is a little bit cramped. But once you sit down, you kind of forget about all that. Food service is really good. Cast members and, and servers are wonderful. Once onion jam, all your worries. Oh, golly gee whiz. All your worries. So there's onion jam and guava butter on the rolls. Then there's a salad. Um, your entrees come, which has a beef and chimichurri, a chicken, like a vegetable pico. There was some cilantro black, black bean rice. I'm getting hungry. And some broccolini. <laughs> There was broccolini everywhere. Yes, lots of broccolini <laughs> at Walt Disney World. Yeah, um, yeah. And then for dessert, there's bread pudding, like pineapple car- oh, pineapple coconut bread pudding, which if you've been to Ohana. Yes. Very similar. Very good. Very good. Um, never so, thought I would like the onion onion jam, though. Oh, my I God. never imagined I'd like that. <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> so, like, would they need the onion jam for the bread service at Sanaa. Mm. That would be good. Mm. Delicious. Yum. Golly gee whiz. No, I want Sebastian's. I just thought I I wanted to get your two cents on that because oh yeah, I love you it. Know, I saw the video. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the article, and I was like, 
I think that's a pretty good argument that it's one of the best values on Walt Disney World property. It is. And, you know, I mentioned Ale and Compass. And we've done that for brunch a couple times as well. Yeah. Um, Ale and Compass over at the Yacht Club is $32, I think. $32, $35, somewhere in there. And they have a breakfast buffet. They all, and then you also get a non-alcoholic beverage and an entree. Yeah, exactly. So and you go... The buffet portion is nothing to, you know, just... No. Not get a hold of and, and enjoy it. They got some good stuff Pastries, on there. Pastries, biscuits and gravy, fruit, charcuterie, um, oatmeals and toppings and all kinds of stuff. In addition to an entree off the menu and your beverage. So I think it's a, a fantastic deal. Um, they have, you know, items like a breakfast flatbread pizza. Um they have blueberry bacon pancakes. They have shrimp and grits. They have some some really, really good entree options. And I've been, I want to say three or four times. And I mean, I've never had a bad meal. And the people I'm with have always been really, really happy with it. So I love it there. Here's the deal, folks. Uh, if you've got a vacation already booked with Nicole and you want to uh, get another one. Yeah. Uh, send her an email. Please What's the email? Do. It's <laughs> Nicole.Davis at MagicalParkVacations.com. And if you don't have a current uh, vacation planned and you want to uh, contact her, let her know. Yes, please and, do. Uh, she will wake up at 5 a.m. just to get your stuff done. Oh, man, you should have seen me <laughs> trying to buy Jollywood and Very Merry Christmas Party tickets this last week. Uh, the, Disney didn't say when they were going to go live. Sometimes yeah. they go live at midnight. Sometimes they go live at 5 a.m. Sometimes yeah. it was neither. This time it was neither. But we didn't know. So I was up till midnight. Then I was up at 5 a.m. And then they went on about 5.40. And it was first. It was just Jollywood. Then it was Merry Merry Christmas Party like 20 minutes later. It was a mess. But yeah. I got all my clients that wanted their tickets. Everyone got their tickets. So That's good. So it is summer. It is. You can experience heat indexes of up to 108 degrees in the south right now. Because, it, folks, it is hot. It was hard than that. Here. It is hot. It is hot at Walt Disney World. People are just sweltering everywhere they go. And, you know, with the heat index of 108 and the temperatures already 97, it could feel like 115 degrees outside. It was 118 at our local airport Yeah, earlier this week. So we thought of, you know, maybe some ways that you didn't think of, obvious ways to kind of stay cool while you're at Walt Disney World right. uh, during the summer. And this, I'm hoping this heat wave kind of dies down just a little bit. Because uh, my AC is screaming at me. Oh, my gosh. Everyone in our neighborhood <laughs> is like, is your AC working? Our AC is uh, yeah, not Yeah, it's not doing this. And it only gets down to 73 and da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, I'd feel you. I oh, get it's just, it. It's just too hot. It just cannot cool the air. The thing is, when you reach temperatures like this and you're spending a day at the parks, one thing you got to do at Walt Disney World is drink lots of water. I yes. know you want to try all the treats and the ice creams and you want to grab a soda and everything else. But take a water bottle with you. Mm -hmm. Take it with you. Fill it up at one of the fountain stations. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, water stations that have, you know, the bottle fill up portion of a water fountain. And then bring some liquid IV flavor with you or some other type of watering flavor. So you're, you know, sure, everybody after a while just gets tired of drinking water. So bring a little bit of flavoring with you and, and make it better. And with liquid IV, you said it gives you, what, two to three times more? Yeah, they say it's three times the hydration of as if you drink, you know, yeah. one bottle of water. And the flavors are pretty good. They're not too bad. No, yeah, we like white cherry. Um, we like lemon lime. Um, we tried passion fruit. They make pina yeah. colada, all kinds of them. And I like that they come in little packages, so you can just throw them in your bag. You don't have to worry about, you know, something spilling or anything like that. 
You just add them to your water and shake it up. Yep. Take the time to do a little shopping while you're in the parks. Don't just walk by all the shops on Main Street USA or, you know, uh, places over at Epcot and the World Showcase. Seek the AC frequently. I mean, if I have to, if you're telling me to, that's what the doctor ordered. Yeah. I guess we can spend some time in a gift shop. You never know. You might find that perfect Disney snack that you wanted that you never had before or that, you know, Disney, uh, you know, gift that you wanted to get somebody or a collectible or you just randomly ran into the Christmas shop in the middle of July and picked up an ornament. Who knows? There's AC in there. So go in. Right. Do some shopping. Just just look. You ain't got to buy nothing. Just peruse. Just look, you know. I don't know. if <laughs> Some browsing. It's very hard for us to just look. It is true. You, you got to <laughs> touch everything and then you want it. So. <laughs> uh, cooling towels are yes. a great way to stay cool while you're outside at Walt Disney World. Now, these are really simple. They're towels that you just simply get wet. You wring a little bit of the water out of them. And for an extended period of time, they stay cool. You can wrap them around your neck. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, put them on your wrist. You can just use it to wipe your face off, whatever. It just feels good. They've all got these nice little containers that you can store them in when you're not using them. They're relatively small. They can fit in a backpack and you take them out, use a water fountain, get them wet. Yep. Stay cool. Great way to stay cool. They are awesome. We love them. Jeff uses them when he mows the yard when we're home. Yeah. Um, We've taken them just out to walk the dog because we live in a very similar climate to the parks. And they're fantastic. My favorite uh, way to use them is in conjunction with my fan. So I pack, and Jeff has one too. He doesn't quite use it as often as I do, but we have these little handheld portable rechargeable fans that are fantastic to have in the parks. You can have them when you're in line, when there maybe isn't a breeze around. Um, The ones we have fold up in half so you can have them sitting on the table blowing on you while you sit down to eat. If, you know, sometimes there's just not space to eat at your quick service restaurant inside and you have to go outside and sit. So those fans are really awesome. And if you use it while you have the cooling towel on, it just keeps the air moving and keeps it cool. Um, And it's really, really helpful in those really hot days. Kind of makes me want to upgrade, not just for at Walt Disney World, but for here at home, Mm -hmm. is to have the cooling towel, but then also get one of the rechargeable fans that goes around your neck. Uh, So the fan is hitting the cooling towel and that is hitting you. I need to do that for mowing the yard. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. You should buy one of those little fans. Yes. I need to get one. Yeah, you do. I just now thought of that. Huh. Okay, idea. I'll get on Amazon after the <laughs> <Amazon>. show. <laughs> you mentioned booking dining reservations for the middle of the day. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, give yourself an hour or so out of the heat, refuel, rehydrate, and just sit down for a little bit and cool off so that you're not just like going, 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 going all day. You know, maybe make your table service meal if you just do one every day. You know, just do it in the middle of the day and take some time out of the heat, get some air conditioning, get some water, refuel your body, and then... Um, take on the second half of the day exactly and finally dress lightly wear things light like light fabric a dry fit material uh, type things that'll you know, soak up the moisture and keep you cool as you walk throughout the parks you know if you get in a spot kind of like animal kingdom where there's not a lot of places to go inside and enjoy that you see uh, you want to wear something that's very light and keep you cool don't wear something that's real stay away from the 100 cotton people <laughs> just telling you don't wear it don't yeah. wear dark colors. Don't wear black and dark blue and things like that. You're just going to regret it later on in the day. Wear thin, wear light. I know I'm preaching to myself here because I like gray and I like blue. And, <laughs> you know, Nicole wants me to wear white and I won't do it. You know, it's just, but I do like the dry fit materials. Yeah. I do. I do that a lot. I've gotten used to that. You wore um, 
stuff that you'd wear like golfing last trip did you notice a difference i did i did even though it was a, it was a callaway collared shirt that mm-hmm. i wore to epcot and even though and that was during memorial day weekend when it was just scorching hot outside i was still comfortable and that's simply because of the type of material it right. was. It's made to be outside like that. Yeah, exactly. And and at the same time, I looked, for me, just a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like put together. Yeah, put together. Yeah. I didn't just want to have gym shorts and a t-shirt on. I wanted to be just looking a little bit better as I went to the park to enjoy the day for pictures and stuff like that. If I you know, saw people I knew and I just wanted to look good while I'm at Disney. You, know? right. you ladies do it. I can do it too. Yeah, we plan out our outfits. <laughs> I mean, you guys are spending like an hour to an hour and a half. You're doing makeup. You got the ears. You got the hair. You got the matching shirts and the shoes. And I just want to wear a nice shirt. That's it. <laughs> I got, I'm entitled to that. So. <laughs> But yeah, those are just a few things that you can do to stay cool this summer at Walt Disney World, especially with this you know crazy heat that's going on right now. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. Want to talk about uh, recently what we posted over on Instagram. It is our DW60 fill in the blank. And so this week we posed this question to you. After construction at Epcot is complete, Disney should start working on what? And we're going to go over to Instagram to see what some people said. First thing, what was mentioned, Dinoland. Ah, uh, yeah. What needs to be done with Dinoland? I think that'll be no. the next one. Yeah, it goes along with the second one. Adding anything to Animal Kingdom. Is that the neglected park right now? N- no, I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. It is because it feels like it just got Pandora. That was only five years ago. True. But they did a great job on it. They did. But, I mean, the rest of the park hasn't been touched. Sure. So. One person said, restart the scrapped DVC project by Fort Wilderness. Right. A lot of people are very excited for that. Yeah. And I, I did see this past week that some of the permits that they filed for that project were about to expire. And Disney did apply to extend them. Yeah. So, TBD. Of course, a lot of people mentioned another park building that fifth gate. I don't think we're going to get a fifth gate. But... I do think we could see some expansion of that beyond Frontierland blue sky thing that they were talking about with some land back there. Apparently, the dumplings were very popular over at the Tron food kiosk, and they just got rid of them. Yes. And one person was like, bring back the dumplings, please. They did. What the heck? I don't know if they they just took them off the menu because they couldn't get the items in stock or what, but yeah, they took them off the menu. Very strange. That whole food kiosk is very strange. It is very strange, yeah. Updating Carousel of Progress. This is one that's been needed for so many years. Mm -hmm. And they changed some of the outfits outfits in this last... uh, update that they did for the Mm -hmm. final scene and people kind of threw their hands up in the air going what was the point of that and they didn't say anything yeah they did that and they did um they updated the audio on people mover and didn't say anything it was very strange like you can't you can't do stuff like that we're not gonna notice yeah come on next one said magic kingdom nighttime parade thank you very much thank you This was an interesting one, and not one of the most popular attractions at the Animal Kingdom, but somebody said, the primeval world gravesite. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people miss that thing. Well, there's just nothing there now. It's just benches. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. stroller parking. Like, they took out the whole attraction and then just paved it over. Finally, somebody said, start sprucing up already the rides like Carousel of Progress and Spaceship Earth. Just clean things up that are already there before the new walls are put up somewhere else. 
did so I posted on over on our Facebook page. Yeah. My answer was a new value resort. Do we need another value resort? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. We do need one. We don't need another DVC. You're about to be done with Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough already. Uh, we have not had a new value resort since Art of Animation, and that's been how many years now? Golly, long, long, long time. time. <laughs> long time. It's not that Pop Century and the All-Stars aren't enough. We just need something new. And I don't count the upgrades and room refurbishments that they did at the All-Stars as something new. Well, so, It's the same thing. I mean, when when all the sporting events come in, when the cheerleaders come in, when the dance competitions come in, when the peewee football comes in, it takes over the All-Star resorts. And there are some dates that, you know, with 2024 packages are available right now. And the dates that we know are big cheerleading weekends, yeah. Disney won't even open up availability at the All-Star resorts because they know that those resorts are going to be full with groups. So they're not even allowing the average family to book at an all-star resort those weekends. So for a family that's more budget conscious, that leaves you two value resorts. That's no good. No. That does not work. No. Especially the way prices are going up. We've got to have another value resort. And even if it's a value along, you know, the price point of more like pop and art of animation, that's fine. You know, if we could get something, another resort that's under $200 a night, that would be fantastic. It would be. Yeah. So another another value resort, please, Disney. Please. That'd be great. Uh, turn the Star Cruiser into a value resort. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Heck, yeah. That's what I say. Oh, you know what? It was rumored. It was rumored. Okay. Mm-hmm. Josh DeMauro said something will be done with Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, no. He said it in an interview. Oh, he on, did? I thought this was just a rumor. Nope. It was on the record. What? Did he say something specific? I hadn't no, seen it. No, he just said that it's going to be something. It's going to be something. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to do the tax write-off. Yeah. And then they're going to go, let's change it to something else. A okay. dinner show. Dinner show. I, uh, that was my idea. Yeah. Dinner show. Yeah. I love that. I, I just mean, don't think it'd be a, it could be a resort. I just don't think it could work. No. I, I think, just don't I think mean, so. a dinner show would be booked up forever. It would be, but I'd try and do it. I, just, I mean, just character dining. If they had Star Wars character dining... I mean, man. You'd wake up at 5 a.m. for us to get a reservation, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Just, just want to make sure. Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is just around the corner, folks. How far away is it? Uh, Ju- July. End of July? First part of August, Wait, I think. Wait, food and, food and wine? Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Food and wine. I want to say it is July. July. Let me look. It's July something. Pretty sure it was. Oh, I know it is, but I just don't remember the date off the top of my head. Aside from the starting date, though. July 27th. Look at that. So we're th- within the month, okay? Eat to the beat dining packages. Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't announced a date as to when dining res- reservations are going to be opened, but we'll let you know as soon as that does happen. Right. And for those of you who have booked with Nicole, she will let you know as well yeah. that they're coming up, and she'll try to get those for you. Yep. And if you're going to be planning a last-minute visit... Um, you can. You're able to purchase, you know, same day dining packages, and that does allow you to dine without reservations over at Regal Eagle Smokehouse, right? Which you say is a great option. I'm kind of fifty fifty on the place, yeah, but I've it had, is good. I've had good meals. The, the best meals I've had there have been when you haven't been with me, so I think that's why I like it. Yeah, better. something weird. Uh, but you get guaranteed seats to the Eat to the Beat concert series later on that day. 
Uh, so the pricing list goes as following. Uh, you've got the Oscar Haas, Oscar House Royal Banquet over in uh, Norway. Breakfast is $64, children $41. Lunch and dinner is $74, adults $48 for children. The Beer Garden in Germany, lunch and dinner, $60 per person uh, for adults and $34 for children ages 3 to 9. Coral Reef, I haven't been there in so long. I've never been. Need to go back. I mean, it's been two decades since I was at the Coral Reef. Uh, But lunch and dinner is $69 for adults, $27 for children. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. The Garden Grill, which is another fantastic option, and you've got characters as well. $53 for adults, $34 for children for breakfast, and then lunch and dinner is $66 for adults and $43 for children. Le Cellier, great steaks. Get the filet mignon. I'm just going to tell you now, do not pass that up. $95 for adults, $36 for children, lunch and dinner. Then Regal Eagle, like we mentioned before, lunch and dinner, $35 for all ages. That's a really good deal. It is. Especially if it's someone performing that you really like at the ETB concert series. Yeah. $35 each, and the food's pretty good. Do it. Rose and Crown, United Kingdom. $59 for adults, $25 for children for lunch and dinner. Never eaten at Rose and Crown before. I haven't either. We've stopped in and had a drink with Piano Player, and they're fabulous. We love the uh, fish and chips. Over at the quick service, Yeah, this is like right next door, but we've never eaten there. Need to change that. And Spice Road Table in Morocco, lunch and dinner option, $47 for adults, $20 for children. So Spice Road Table used to be a uh, day of eats or like dining package option as well so now it's just regal eagle but it used to be both yeah i guess that shows you it is popular it is very popular a little bit of more information that we need to let you know about each of the beat dining packages only offered friday to monday during epcot international food and wine festival july 27th to november the 18th it was right there we didn't even know it Uh, packages are not offered on tuesdays wednesdays or thursdays alcohol will only be served to guests age 21 and older Reservations require a credit card guarantee. Guests will receive each of the beach seating badges at the restaurant after your meal. The badge is going to specify the date and show time that you have reserved. Guests with each of the beach dining packages will enter American Gardens Theater in a separate queue and will be seated on a first-come, first-served basis. Seating is guaranteed. You will not be left out. Guests who have not reserved an each of the beach dining package will be seated at the each of the beach concert on a first-come, first-served basis. And it's based on availability, especially if it's a popular artist that's going to be up there. And to enter Epcot, of course, you got to have reservation, valid theme park admission required, all that stuff and everything else. Uh, Epcot admission is not included in the price of the dining package. Just remember that. This was a nice feel-good story. There was a Walt Disney World cast member and their service dog named, ironically, Pluto, uh, who helped a guest who appeared to be having a heart attack over at Disney's Hollywood Studios this past week. It was around noon on June the 21st over at the Star Wars Launch Bay, and a female guest appeared to be going into cognac arrest. Uh, They're outside of the Darth Vader meet and greet area. A Star Wars Launch Bay cast member happened to be there with their medical alert dog, and they were able to render first aid to the guest until the paramedics arrived on the scene. And then once they did, the cast member and the dog continued to help the guest's family, including their infant son. 
That is so scary. I saw someone um, on Facebook post the other day that they had two heart attacks when they were staying at an all-star resort. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Like, what is going on? But I'm so thankful that the cast member and the service dog were there at that time. And they were able to help the family out afterwards. That makes me feel good. I mean, that's just... That's a lot of good stuff right there. That makes me happy. That makes me very, very happy. And uh, you don't see many service dogs around Walt Disney World, but when you do, you definitely notice them. They're so cute. When I was there in April, I was in Disney Springs um, for part of the day, and there was it was earlier in the morning, so it was it was a lot less crowded than usual at Disney Springs, and there was a group of um, dogs in training that were there at Disney Springs. Oh, no kidding. Eating and hanging out and just kind of getting them used to an environment like that. Yeah. And it was so cute. It was just a whole pack of dogs. There was probably like 20 of them (laughs) just walking around. It was precious. A uh, friend of ours who's a cast member of Walt Disney World, she has a uh, service dog. Mm, Not a cast member anymore, but yeah. No? Okay. Mm -mm. But when she was, yeah, when she did her college program, she had her service dog that um, was with her every day. And um, he, he was cast member too. It is so hard when I see service dogs because they look just so sweet and just so <laughs> loving and everything. I just walk up them, just give them a good ear rub and everything. But you don't do that. They're service dogs and they're don't, working. Don't look at them. Don't draw attention. You know, you say hello, you know, but don't you know get all crazy and raise your voice and, and hey, what's yeah. going on? Like we do with our dogs when we walk in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're for a specific reason. And yeah. so just uh, be respectful. Best to not distract them. Yeah, they're working. They'll get rewarded later on in the day. Right. You know, and everything. So good, 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 good headlines for this week. Let's move on to our Don't Do That segment. A former Disney employee was arrested stealing thousands of dollars of theme park property. Was arrested at Disney World for refusing to have his temperature taken. Arrested back in April for trespassing on Disney World's Discovery Island. She got off the boat to get a cucumber. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why not? like the third week in a row now on the podcast i've had to say keep your your arms feet legs head torso your entire body on the attraction when you're on it please do not get up do not get out of the ride vehicle and that's possibly and exactly actually what has happened over the grand fiesta tour in epcot a woman probably drunk going around the world drinking a whole bunch and everything else got violent with cast members and was banned from Walt Disney World. It appears that a few boats had come to a stop in a row just before the exit there on the attraction for the Grand Fiesta Tour. And she became very impatient, wanting to get off the attraction and leave. Now, in the video, she exited the boat. She kind of stumbled along the emergency exit at the edge of the water. That tells people why she was probably drunk. As cast members had to tell her to return to her seat, and then one guest from the boat can be seen waving to cast members, you know, another's on the phone letting people know this is going on. Hello. You know? And then somebody off screen yells, call security, call security. And then after that, after the person said, call security, we think it's a cast member that said, ma'am, you've got 30 seconds or I'm coming back there and I'm taking you down. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Like literally a cast member, tackle, boom. Yeah linebacker style boom man that would have made my day but this person because they did what they did they were you know screaming obscenities to everybody else on the attraction and that cast members she was banned from Walt Disney World uh, naturally trip 
All that money you spent, cut short, go home. You're never coming back. Where are you going on spring break? Oh, we're going to Disney. Oh, that's fun. We can't go there anymore because my mom got drunk and jumped off a boat one time. Jeez. Like, come on. And now the entire Disney community knows about it. Yep. So. Oh, that was your mom? <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw on her on TikTok. Yeah. It's just like, oh, folks, don't do that. The, we say this all the time. There's a reason why they tell you to stay in these attraction vehicles. Because when you get out, it's an area that guests are not supposed to be in unless it's an emergency situation. It's unsafe. It's Dang. for your own good. Dangerous, people. Ugh, come on. I mean, so don't do not do that. I don't want to have to talk about this again. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. All right. Let's get to birthdays because we got a couple to get to. All right. What's our first birthday? First birthday says, hi, Nicole and Jeff. Hello. Hi. Hello. I will be celebrating my 31st birthday on June 29th in Disney World. Yay. We're just going for the long weekend, but we'll be jam-packing it with all sorts of fun, special things like a reservation at Oga's, dinner at La Cellier, and our first dessert party at Magic Kingdom. My favorite ride is Tower of Terror. My favorite snack is popcorn. And yes, it is different than regular popcorn. I love the show and I love you both. Give Miley and Kona some love for me. And that is from Maggie. Maggie, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, she has been enjoying her long weekend. Yeah. We've been seeing updates from her. Seems like things have been going pretty good. Yeah, they um, got evacuated off of Tron. Fun. fun. So the, she said they were like, she sent me a message. They were getting ready to put their bag in the locker. Yeah. You know, sometimes like the lights will come on and when in, if the ride shuts down or whatever. No. Yeah. All of the lights, um, orange emergency lights start flashing and they just evacuated everybody from the building and they wouldn't even let them back in in the area. So I don't know what happened, if there was like a fire backstage or whatever, but they gave him a um, lightning lane to come back and they did get to ride it later that evening. But she was like, I was literally going to put my bag in the locker and all this emergency lights and sounds and sirens started going off and they had to leave. I know it's not, I know she wasn't on the attraction when it happened. Yeah. But why is it not disappointing when you get evacuated off a Disney attraction? It's not. It's like the coolest it's thing so ever. Cool. <laughs> it's like, I get to walk backstage. I get to see all this stuff with the lights on and everything. Yeah. It's like, it's fun. This it's is, fun. Yeah. And you get to come back on the attraction later. So it's a win-win s- scenario. You know? You're getting off. You're safe. You got to see backstage and you get a pass to come back later on. So fun, fun, fun. Uh, that was not the only uh, birthday email that we had. We still have one more to get to. And what does this one say? Hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I love the new format of your show, and I look forward to the podcast every week. Yay. Thank you Wonderful. so much. Appreciate that. I wondered if you'd be able to help my family, and I wish my beautiful daughter, Logan, a very happy, sweet 16th birthday. She is my true firecracker baby, as her birthday is the 4th of July. She's been listening to Sorcerer Radio with me for years, and the Sorcerer Radio app was one of the first apps that she asked for when she got her own phone. Logan is a spunky teenager with a heart of gold. She loves to dance and is a proud member of her high school band, Hope Squad, and 4-H. Wonderful. We'll actually be at the Magic Kingdom next week on her birthday, and she is so excited to spend her special day at the most magical place on Earth and finish it off with some incredible fireworks. Her favorite attraction is Haunted Mansion. Her favorite resort is the Wilderness Lodge, 
and her favorite snack is a Dole Whip, and her favorite character is Tinkerbell. Oh. If you have time, it would be a huge surprise and make her day if she could get some Disney sparkles for her 16th birthday. That is from Kristen in Tip City, Ohio. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, Logan, mm-hmm. Maggie, we hope that you have a fantastic birthday and you have a wonderful time. Hope you get lots of great things. Hope you do lots of fun things and everything else. We're definitely going to give you that. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! And both Maggie and Logan get sparkles. Sparkles! Sparkles! If you have a birthday shout-out or an anniversary shout-out that you'd like to do here on the show, just let us know by sending us a voice message or a text message. Send it to 408-909-3960. That's 408-909-DW60. Or you can send us an email. Send your email to DW60 at srsounds.com. So for everybody out there celebrating a birthday, this message is for you. Pals, we heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Nikki, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to us. Take a little time out of your day to spend with us, finding out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. If you need to get in contact with us, there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. How do they do it? You can find us on Facebook in the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. It's where we post our fill-in-the-blank question that you can answer and have your answer read on the show. That's also where we post Disney News as it's available, so you can get it if you're if you don't want to get it all at the end of the week. If you're like waiting on something, all the big stuff to come out, <laughs> party dates, stuff like that, right. we post it as we know about it as soon as it happens, right on Facebook, over and over on our Instagram at DW60 Press Row. You can also support the show on Patreon. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. They actually got to see our new show intro ahead of ahead of the show being available. So if you want to see behind the scenes, stuff like that, bonus episodes, all kinds of fun stuff over on our Patreon. Um, I posted on Patreon when I was in Disneyland. I got that alien sipper and there was a cast member photo pass cast member that did a full photo shoot with me with it i posted all that over on patreon oh, i remember that yeah, yeah so you can find us dw60 press red podcast on patreon as well and like jeff said send us an email dw60 at srsounds.com lots of good news this week it was it was just a good roundup it was you know with between with fourth of july going on and uh you know the different things that you could have during that christmas you know info going on eat to the beat info Lots of good different things. Some good stuff happening at Walt Disney World. Recently, the other day, uh, one piece of Halloween merchandise came out that Nicole did not like. No, it's like traffic cone orange. Yeah, not the best. Uh, but that that just means that uh, Halloween is just around the corner. Yeah, so. my preferred Halloween merch color is purple. 
Okay. Purple or black. Or right. green. I do like green, too. As it gets closer, we'll definitely be talking about more merchandise for Halloween this year at the Walt Disney World Resort. Thanks for joining us. We hope to see you on another edition of the podcast, and we hope that you have a magical day. 